welcome to another episode of AB Plus. Today it's a very special episode because I really have no idea what I'm talking about with this. Uh, and to further expound on that, I think we'll hand it over to editor at large, Craig McCormick. Craig, what are we talking about today? Well, it's uh, March Madness, which uh, just kicked off on Thursday in full force. Uh, there's, there's a lot of brackets that are already busted, and um, people people have picked teams that are already out of the tournament. Um, we're we're kind of focusing more on the the technology inside the the arenas that that these games are being played the next few weekends. I have no idea what March Madness is all about. As far as I know, it has something to do with college basketball, and that's that's about it. So, yeah, it has to do with college basketball. <laughs> um, it is a tournament in which people play basketball <laughs> against each other, and then the winner of the tournament gets a, a, a basketball-related prize. <laughs> is that a, a good way to explain it? A trophy, in fact. Yeah, a trophy, in fact. Trophy. Oh, man. Something shiny. Great. So one of the reasons we talk about it is, um, you know, we're really focused on, you know, the video aspect of um, sports entertainment these days, because <laughs> now, nowadays when, you know, like people can watch games on at home and they're they? with their no phones. Way. Yes, they can do all these things. And then when they go to a game, they want to also be able to experience the multimedia aspect of the game. And now with um, scoreboards, it's become like this whole big thing, right? Like so like the sports arenas are competing with people's living rooms. And Dactronics is, uh, you know, kind of at the center of this because they provide a lot of the big scoreboards or video boards at a lot of these arenas. I think that they're at 11 venues that are hosting uh, March Madness games uh, this year, and including the Alamo Dome, which Craig, I think they're hosting the the Final Four, right? I believe that's that's correct. Um, wh- what's interesting is is now the video boards are also competing with the the TVs as well, because the TVs at, at home are becoming so good that that the stadiums have to do something extra special to to get people to to pay the money to to come to the arena, you know, park and and all that stuff. I I know it's it's an easier sell with with things like March Madness, but in general um the stadiums themselves have have to, you know, kind of step up their game and and do something a little more unique to to get the fans to to come out and and experience it in person as well. So we delve into that a little bit, and we always kind of take the opportunity to write about sports because we're big sports fans here. And, you know, like, <laughs> Adam, like, Adam, like, you know, Craig mentioned the brackets um, before. Have you filled out your brackets yet? <laughs> What's a bracket? <laughs> yep. So, so, so um, you know, brackets, you know, have you filled out your brackets, your uh, bracket sheet? Are you uh, excited about the picks that you've made this year? Yeah, I've, I've made so many picks. <laughs> I've, I've made all the picks. One of the keys, I think, you know, to be, you know, for a team to be successful, and In, they got to have Larry Bird. <laughs> what if they don't? Have they got to have Bird? the dog from Air Bud. Oh, jeez. No, I actually heard Air Bud was a good movie. And uh, I to watch. <laughs> I'm sure it's a very wholesome family film. But uh, as a little anecdote for for context, these guys give me a hard time because uh, I live or used to live near uh, Foxborough. And that's, of course, the home of Gillette Stadium, the home of the New England Patriots. For those of you who are not aware, they also have a shopping center there, completely unrelated to Gillette Stadium, but it's in the same sort of alcove, giant parking lot thing. 
And I was driving in, they have like a gate and a person sort of standing guard at the gate, taking tickets on game day or, you know, saying, all right, well, you can go and do your shopping. That's what I was doing on a, on a faded, ill-fated Sunday last year and pull up to the gate. And, you know, I am just sort of caught unawares because I didn't realize it was a game day until that very moment. So I said, no, I'm not here for the sports. I'm just here to shop. <laughs> and I, I think the, the look on the uh, attendees face was very clear that she knew I was not there for the sports. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> that, that, that sort of illustrates my, uh, my interest level and, and competency for the sports. Yeah, we're going to have to create a tag for commercial integrator called the sports. Yeah, the sports tag. <laughs> Look for that on, on CI. <laughs> so besides Larry Bird, though, who are some of your favorite basketball players of all time? And, and besides the dog from Airbud? Yeah. Um, uh, Steve Curry. Yeah, Steph Curry. Steph Curry. Uh, That's he, right. He That's is, how it's pronounced. He is a basketball player. Yeah. And, and I, I hear he makes a mean curry, too. I, I don't know. Like he, he's all he's all on that Masaman game. You're trying to shift the conversation. I'm totally to... <laughs> trying to shift the conversation back to Thai food. My my something I'm much more knowledgeable of. Okay, well, I actually am not knowledgeable about whether or not Steph Curry knows how to make um, uh, Thai food. <laughs> <laughs> so you've successfully gotten me on my heels. So good work. We're establishing a repartee, one one disjointed conversation at a time. But uh, back to the, the actual conversation at, at, at hand here. Uh, guys, I don't know, coming from a, a, a very little knowledge base on, on sports, it always sort of struck me as odd that uh, the industry, or at least the, the you know arena part of the industry, is having trouble drawing people in. Because I know from music, yeah, some 21st century breakthroughs have happened, like streaming music, etc., but people still, like, if there are fans of music, if you're enough of a fan of music like, you know, Craig is for sports in general, I feel like those people in the music scene will definitely take the time to go to a concert, you know, especially if it's a band that they really have followed for, you know, more than a year. Why is sports having such a hard time with this? I don't know that it's so much the attendance. I, I don't know, Craig, you might think differently, but I don't, I don't think that major sports, including college basketball, have a problem with attendance. It's more like, you know, being smart, you know, the venues being smart in terms of understanding that if they want to cater to, you know, a younger generation of customer, they need to up their game in terms of, you know, what they're presenting in the the arena. So like a lot of people nowadays, they have trouble focusing on one thing, even if that one thing is a really competitive game that's going on right in front of them. <laughs> So, you know, the scoreboard is an important part of that experience because it gives them another way to interact with their environment. I don't know, Craig, what do you think? Yeah, I think it's it's kind of, you know, related to, you know, people have shorter attention spans and, and are focused on so many different things. You know, it, it's similar to, to what you said, that, that the arenas have to do different things and provide different levels of, of entertainment to, to make sure that the fans stay engaged while they're there and 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 I do think that there's something to you know the the attendance thing as well. Um, you know it it is expensive to to go to a game, and you know the the technology that you know people are or companies are using to to build TVs these days. Um, you know it's it's almost as good you know sitting in your living room as it is being there. I, I wouldn't say that you know with 100 percent certainty since since I go to quite a few uh, baseball games in the in the course of a season. I I, I certainly prefer being there than watching it on television but but i know people you know that that definitely would would rather not deal with the hassle of 
you know, parking and and you know, eat, you know, paying for food and all and all that stuff. And or maybe they just don't want to hang out with me. So, <laughs> and it, do you think that you know arenas are saying, okay, well, we have to, interestingly enough, spend money on these incredible displays and and sound systems, etc., to get people to want to spend the money to come? Is that part of it, or it might be? But I mean, you bring up Fenway Park, and the Red Sox just don't have a problem when it comes to getting people to come out to um, the park. I mean, it's been it was consistently sold out for years and years and and years, and the prices are ridiculous. I mean, not just for the tickets. Parking around the stadium is astronomical. You know, um, you want to buy a beer in the stadium, like a Bud Light, Mm -hmm. it's going to cost, I mean, last time I was there, it cost $7. It probably costs more now. But I I honestly think, and and I know from experience, you know, like we covered when the Red Sox installed some new video boards a few years ago and getting to hear from, you know, the folks at ANC Sports, the integrator that worked on the project, and also from Larry Lucchino, who at the time was the president of the Red Sox. One of the big motivations was, you know, people just interact with sports differently now. They're like enjoying it on a different level than in the old days where you'd put on a suit and go to the game and eat a hot dog and enjoy the atmosphere. And now it's got to be like, like, give me more information constantly. And the video boards are a big part of that. And, you know, a lot of people, you know, do not go to games to watch the games. I mean, that is a fact. A lot of people go because of some experience that they like, you know, it could be, you know, like being around a lot of people, it could be people watching, but the scoreboards provide, you know, a way to enjoy being there without actually caring about the game. And a lot of the people that buy tickets don't care about the game. I went to a concert and and like saw people who were there not to watch the band. I would feel like, why, what are you doing? You know, like it's just, I know completely different worlds here. I understand, but it's just fascinating. But ever since you mentioned the parallel, between concerts i've been trying to figure that out in my head why is it that it's not like that for concerts i mean i think it's easier to to find a game on tv than it is to find a, a live concert I, I think if you want to see a live concert you basically have to have to go to it i mean there are certainly channels where you can you know watch a concert or after it, it's over but one other thing i was thinking of while we were talking about this is it seems that that video boards are are kind of going the way of um you know the the massive video conferencing s- systems that uh, you know that the companies used to put in their uh, their their giant conference rooms. There there used to be you know one conference room. It had all the technology, and now it seems companies are, are going and shifting more towards you know the smaller huddle rooms where you know a bunch of different rooms have technology. And in in arenas, there used to be you know one giant video board in the center and. You know that was what everybody looked at, and and now it seems a lot of arenas have a bunch of different spots where people can look around and, and see diff- different types of information de- depending on what they want. Uh, you can read more on this uh, bespoke article about the technology catering to March Madness games at our website, commercialintegrator.com. Anything else you guys like to add? Well, who do you have in the Final Four? Uh, <laughs> the, the Mighty Ducks. <laughs> <laughs>